Non-stop shock radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk. Where am I at in Las Vegas? We're in Las Vegas, baby. Home of Renegade Nation. Sitting here in Studio A with the beautiful Marla. My name is Richie. Welcome. It's a Monday fucking morning or Monday afternoon. What time is it? Oh, it's it's Monday afternoon. We have a special guest in the studio. His name is Lou. Lou's the editor-in-chief of Ruthless Politics. The editor-in-chief. Yeah. He's the man. And he's also a criminal journalist at TheExaminer.com, and he's going to be talking to us about all kind of crazy shit. We're so happy he's here. Hey, Lou, how are you? Very good. Thank you for inviting me. There you go. A little bit of uh, some rock and roll music to get the uh, Monday show started. Lou's going to be talking. Wake up. We're going to be talking about the banking cartels, what the fuck is really going on, and why you don't have any money, and what some people want to do if they get elected to the presidency, how they're going to change all this shit. Here we go. fucking banger. You can bang my head anytime. <laughs> anyway, we have uh, Lou, and uh, Lou's going to pronounce his last name because I don't want to massacre his name on a gay nation. You know I massacre names and I always fuck up things, so I'm not going to fuck it You're up You're well known for that. I'm well known for fucking up yes. things. Yes, I'm very well known for that. <laughs> so, Lou, I, I I would say Lou's last name, right, Lou, but I, I don't I don't want to uh, to massacre You don't want to embarrass name. yourself, yeah, Richie. Emba- embarrass myself. I don't know how to say somebody's name. So, Lou, what is your last name? Well, this is for the benefit of you and every telemarketer who calls me. <laughs> it's Lou Calgiovanni. It's not Cola Giovanni, although that is a, that's typically what people say, but it's Calgiovanni, K-E-L- Giovanni. Well, how come it says C O L A? Hey, you know, I didn't, I didn't create the language. I don't, you know. <laughs> oh, you didn't create the language. <laughs> you know, hey. Blame hey, your ancestors, this right? How, this is how it's pronounced. <laughs> so, Lou's the owner, the editor in chief at RuthlessPolitics.com. Also, and he's a political and criminal journalist at at the Examiner.com. So you can go over there and check that out. And uh, today he's on Renegade, and we welcome you, Lou, to the uh, show. Well, thank you very much. I'm also a columnist for uh, anti anti media. Anti-media? Oh, really? The ostrich media? You're, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I work for anti-media. A lot of my uh, stories you'll find on there and also on copblock.org, stuff like that. You know, so it's a, it's a nice, uh, varied, uh, a bit of a schizophrenic you're, thing that yeah, I'll do. Yeah, you're a busy man. You I, are a busy dude, man. If people want to follow my work, they have to follow six different columns. <laughs> you know, I had There's to do, six of you in that brain, huh? Exactly. I had to do that myself, Marlon. I'm checking out all these different columns. I got confused with all these columns. It's Lou. it's Lou. It's Lou again. Lou again. And that's Lou. Lou's and Lou wrote that. Okay. Anyway, so we're going to be talking about the banking industry and what's going on. And an individual by the name of Bernie Sanders 
which the uh, anti-media, Lou, will not even talk about. Is that, am I correct in that? Because I never knew anything about him until I went to the alternative media to find out who Bernie Sanders was. Well, that's, that, that's the fact. They're not really talking about Bernie Sanders. They're taking the strategy that uh, as long as they don't talk about him, people won't know. And uh, that's the strategy for Hillary Clinton as well. They don't want to acknowledge anything about Bernie Sanders or any questions about Hillary Clinton's record. And they're hoping to just get by on name recognition and the ignorance of the public. But hopefully yeah, the three especially. of us and everybody else can raise awareness about the greatness that is Bernie Sanders. And he's, to my opinion, the only viable candidate for the president of the United States today right now. Right. He's, well, he, he, he's, he's cross-cultural. He, uh, every, single, uh, every single demographic you'll speak to they agree with Bernie Sanders' positions, and I guess we'll get into those uh, and yeah. why they agree. I want to hear all about Bernie Sanders. Well, Renegade Nation, many folks around the country are just discovering the new Democratic presidential candidate named Senator Bernie Sanders, and he's an independent, if I'm correct, from Vermont. Is that right? Exactly. Uh, Lou? And they're learning that Sanders has been on an incredibly bold mission, Renegade Nation, to protect the American people while exposing and bringing to an end unfair government tax benefits for the country's most wealthy greedy and corrupt. I like him already. Yes. He's right in our line of fire. Yes. And in 2012, during the abominable and Mitt Romney presidential campaigns, Bernie Sanders stepped it up even more in that June before Congress. The senator delivered one of the most impassioned speeches, and some call it one of his best. In October of that same year, Sanders released a report exposing the top down and dirty corporate tax dodgers in the land that we have talked about for fucking years on this radio station, Renegade Nation, as you well know. So, you know, Sanders did a little pre-slam and a brief letter addressing a group of 80 CEOs, that's called chief executive officers. These extremely wealthy individuals were trying their damnness to put pressure on Congress into trading, listen to this, into trading Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid for for more tax breaks and benefits. And Bernie Sanders said, absolutely, we're gonna get into this and he said, these are the same CEOs who had corporations that received total taxpayer bailout of $2.5 trillion from the Federal Reserve. Let's start right there, Lou. Okay, well, I mean, he's absolutely correct. Uh, Bernie Sanders recently gave a speech that said that before the Great Recession that was caused by, that was caused by selling uh, false securities, that uh, Wall Street CEOs, after they were bailed out by the United States government to the tune of trillions of dollars, are now today making more money than they've made Previously, before the Great Recession, big banks are 30% bigger than they used to be before the Great Recession. And um, how how does that make any sense? It it makes absolutely- You said said they were bailed out by the federal government. No, they were bailed out by the taxpayers of the United States. We bailed them the fuck out after they screwed everybody over. How does this work? This is what Bernie Sanders wants to change, Renegade Nation. You've been fucked and fucked over and over and over. And then these guys, what Lou just said, they're making more money than they did prior to the financial collapse, which they caused to begin with. Without any type of uh, financial or civil or criminal penalties, by the way. Exactly. Th- th- there's been absolutely no, no type of punitive damage to these people. The only the only big banks that you've heard about that was actually prosecuted was Bernie Madoff. And why? Because he stole money from rich people. <laughs> yeah, but Bernie Madoff, they, I think they hung him out as the puppet. Exactly. They, they hung him out to take the heat off of all of them. But who was the who the was distraction. the who was the CEO of uh, J.P. Morgan Chase who paid? Oh God, you're looking at me. Yeah, two, he paid. That's Jamie Dimon. Jamie Dimon, right? Remember Bill? Yeah, look at Lou. Not, yeah, Lou not, knows his not facts. Not Dimon, D-I-M-O-N. Even though he would wish his name would be Dimon, and he's rich <laughs> enough to have Diamond as his last name. He, he also used to be the the uh, the uh, uh, 
in charge of the New York Federal Reserve. Oh, yeah, the New York, oh, yeah. That, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Somebody who caused the crash of uh, American wealth, $5 trillion of American wealth lost overnight, and somehow this guy is in charge of the New York Federal Reserve. Wasn't Lehman Brothers- That's the way the, the banksters work. Yeah, the banksters, wasn't Lehman Brothers, they they uh, put them out there too and hung them out to dry. Exactly. They Le needed one, one, one firm to go down. Lehman Brothers, Bear Stearns, and of course there was a fire sale, so uh, the, the, the larger banks, which received government funds from the American taxpayer, these individuals were able to buy these banks for nothing to to uh, acquire them. Uh, there were no questions about this. It was just, oh, obviously they were doing bad business with the people who bought them. They must have been righteous and true and not doing anything wrong. Lou, I have a question for you. Do you think, and when the bailout happened back uh, back in 20, uh, 2009 when that happened, do you think the bailout, that when we bailed them out, they actually bought the smaller banks to make them more powerful well, that we weren't we weren't informed about? Well, absolutely. Of course they bought. Well, there's, there's absolutely no doubt now that that's exactly what happened, that they're more powerful now than they ever been. It's because they absorbed the other banks. I don't have the chart in front of me to show that we used to have, what, 40 or 50 big banks in the last 20 years. They've been consolidated down into four or five yeah. banks. And that, and that touches on Bernie Sanders because Bernie Sanders has come out and said that he wants to break up the big banks, which is very right. interesting because Hillary Clinton's largest donors are the biggest. The big are banks. These, are these big banks. It's, it's, it's just a, the it's, banksters. it's a very strange mystery why she hasn't come out in favor of this. I can't understand why. <laughs> Why don't they uh, break down the uh, media companies too at the same time? Do you think Bernie would? Oh, that'd cut, be nice. Yeah, you know, because the Wouldn't media. Wouldn't that be great? The, since the, the, the banksters own the media now. The Ostrich Media Renegade Nation is owned by six, six or seven corporations. I don't have the exact figures in front of me, but they own the majority of the uh, Ostrich fucking drive-by media. I don't know if you know that or not. That's and we're still here, thank God. They didn't. They haven't come to us. Not yet. Not yet, but they will. Uh, the other thing that he talked about, Bernie Sanders, was outsourced hundreds of thousands of American jobs to China and other low wage, uh, low wage uh, countries, forcing their workers to receive unemployment insurance and other federal benefits, which the taxpayers of this country pay for, not the banks. Avoided at least thirty four point five billion dollars in taxes by setting up more than 600 subsidiaries in the Cayman Islands, Bermuda, and other offshore tax havens since 2008. And a dozen of these companies pay no corporate income taxes. If you remember, Marla, we talked about General Electric in GE, 2011. Yep. GE, and Pays I no taxes. That was a whole other thing. That, again, we were kooks. Do you remember all that stuff, uh, Luke? Well, of course, yeah. You, you, you were obviously insane if you wanted to talk about the fact that no money was paid and people would say, oh, well, they, they created jobs and that's all well and good, but I believe you and I and everybody else in this room, we pay our fair share of taxes and it's time for people to also pay their fair share of taxes. They don't pay their workers a living wage and then they get subsidized by the United States government. By the United States taxpayer. Exactly, they get subsidized and who's paying for that? Uh, people who they employ and they can't afford to live, they can't afford to pay for their lights, but guess what? It's not like they're shriveling up and dying. The United States taxpayer is having to cough up this money. It makes absolutely. It, it makes well. I don't think you'll. I don't think. You, I don't think you'll find very many people who are who are aware and educated on the issues who will say to you that they think it's a good idea that the United States government is using taxpayer money to subsidize billionaires and their multi-billion-dollar corporations. But people don't know. Exactly. Well, of course. Yeah. Well, people. Everyone's distracted. Well, fortunately, we're we're today was good news because American Idol is being canceled. So maybe one, <laughs> maybe one yeah, of the, I, I saw that. Maybe, is maybe, that true? It is. Yeah, it's true. Marla. Finally. So, oh my. God. God, my so prayers have been answered. People could remember every contestant on that, but I don't think many people can name. <laughs> I do, Lou. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, p I picked before when I, I was watching some, I picked some winners early on, but I stopped watching it after a couple of years. It was just, yeah, it, well, enough the is enough. The bottom line, enough with, distraction. Marla, the yes, bottom line with Richie. American Idol is nobody's watching it anymore. It lost its luster and the banksters are now getting out. They're going to get right. out. They don't give a shit. They're not making any more money uh, yep. off that stupid show. 
Yeah. And, they're, and they're out. But this Bernie Sanders, uh, and we talked about this before, Renegade Nation, a dozen of these companies paid no corporate income taxes in at least one year since 2008. And while receiving more than $6.4 billion in tax refunds from the IRS. $6.4 billion. $6.4 billion fucking dollars in tax refunds from the IRS after making billions in profits. And you wonder why they don't want to introduce Bernie Sanders into the mainstream. (laughs) This is why, Renegade Nation, that's why you got to pass this fucking show around. You got to get people to wake up about these banksters. They control everything. And that's why you're having the problems that you're having, as we have talked about over the years. Right, Luke? Well, I mean, absolutely. Bernie Sanders is the only candidate who has vowed to not accept a single dollar of corporate donations. He, when as soon as he announced his candidacy, he raised $1.5 million in 24 hours, which was more than Rand Paul, Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, which they raised in 24 hours. Hillary Clinton certainly hasn't said oh, that she's yeah. not going to accept corporate donations because that's oh, her lifeblood of her campaign. You know where those <laughs> corporate donations are coming from, though, Lou? I think they're coming from Bill. Bill's traveling all around the world doing, and he's hanging out with the uh, Saudi Arabian people, and he's hanging out doing his conferences. And I think that's where all this money is coming from to supplement this campaign that she's doing. But that's another story. We'll get into that down the road. You feel like that? Well, I mean, you know, the money, well, that's the great thing about Citizens United is you don't really have to disclose where your money comes from. That's right, I forgot. Which is another thing that Bernie Sanders has vowed to do. He has vowed to dismantle Citizens United. I believe it's a bane upon the American people. I mean, uh, uh, you know, you can only donate so much money if you're a common citizen who makes fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 a year, but you have these people that make you know, billions of dollars in profit here. The Koch brothers are slated to pump over a billion dollars into the American electorate presidential race in 2016. That makes a lot of sense for everybody. I'm sure that they have the best interest of the working man at heart. Oh, I'm sure they do, Lou. They're just righteous. (laughs) Absolutely. Those Koch brothers are saints. They are righteous and true. (laughs) Bernie Sanders is the only candidate who's come out to say that he is against Citizens United and he's also vowed that if elected president, he will only elect Supreme Court justices who are with him in disbanding and having the ruling overturned. I'd really like to hear Hillary Clinton come out and say a similar thing. I don't think that's going to happen, Lou. You're you're having a wet dream on that one. Maybe, maybe. (laughs) Anyway, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, more about Bernie Sanders, and then we're going to be talking about the city of Baltimore. And we're going to see what Lou's take on is on Baltimore. I know what my take is. All has to do with... I don't know what my take is yet. My take is... It's called money. That's what it's money. called. Money. Okay, anyway, you're listening to Renegade Talk in... Uh, San, uh, I almost said San Diego. What did I get San Diego in my head? I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe you're dying to go back to the ocean, right, Richie. All right, we'll be right back. Hang in there, guys. We're in Las Vegas, by the way. Freedom's being destroyed like free speech. Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. So Carrie and Bush are from the Skull and Bones Club at Yale. Skull and Bones, which is the beginning of their rituals into the satanic orders, is basically what it is. One of the initiation rites of the Skull and Bones is to screw one man, screwing the other one. You know, uh, uh, you know, anal sex. Okay, John Kerry Cullen gave George Bush Jr. his satanic rights, and they lay down in a coffin full of mud to do this in. So you're saying that John Kerry and George 
Bush had anal sex together in college in a coffin full of mud. That's right. Okay. I am saying that. And because so, it was so, John Kerry Cohen, okay, George okay, Bush Jr. Okay, Carol, so, Carol, okay, Carol, what do you have to say about that? Sounds pretty shitty to me. <laughs> blunt. Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, Renegade Nation, home of Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk. Did I say that right? No. I fucked it up again, didn't I? I know. I it's it's it okay. It's a, it's a Monday. It's a Monday. I'm still yeah. hungover, smoking pot, drinking beer, having a good old time. That's right. That's what the weekends are made for. Richie and Marla here with Lou. Hi, Lou. How are you? Uh, very good, sir. Lou's telling us a lot of good things about a lot of good things. We're going to be talking about Baltimore and the misappropriation of $1.8 billion, Renegade Nation. $1.8 billion. Where the hell is the money? Right, Marla? Right. Follow the money brick road, as I always say. Little bit of... just to keep yourself alive. That's exactly right. What do you think, Lou? Sounds great. Sounds great, doesn't it? <laughs> anyway, we're talking about uh, politics today, banksters, and Obama. Ob- banksters, gangsters, and other... Oh, Osama bin Laden's in the uh, news. We're going to be talking yeah. about that, and the reporter, and everybody is, is uh, trying to figure out what the hell's going on, but Lou has the facts. He's going to tell you what's going on. But anyway, getting into Baltimore... We talked about it last week with Hedrick Smith, and we also talked about where all that money went. I was shocked, shocked, Renegade Nation, about when I found out all the money that's been poured into Baltimore. Lou, $1.8 billion, where the hell is it at? Well, it's ridiculous, and they broke down where all the money went. It went to dinners, it went to makeovers, it went to cruises. Mm -hmm. It was very strange where all this money went. The former CEO of the Baltimore school system come out and said, well, uh, exactly what he said was, if people come out and if you're going to audit us and you're going to find these small problems, it's not that big of a deal. But these the mo- small problems, yeah, these small problems. But he, they're, they're auditing money when he was in charge and he's no longer in charge. I'm pretty sure he resigned in 2012, and yet he's speaking for the money. One thing that's interesting to me because I've been researching this, uh, like the cruises and the makeovers with the $500 makeover, <laughs> the fried chicken dinner. Fri- well, you know, the fried chicken dinner to me, <laughs> to me, that's one thing. It's like you know, you're having a meeting. You're going to sit around. You want to feed people. You know, I don't know exactly if I find that point so detrimental, but where is where has this money been spent? Because he was saying that the, the money was spent as a gift. Okay, great. What were the programs where you're giving out daughter makeovers? Where's the <laughs> wh- Why were you giving away cruises? Where was it? There hasn't been a- Why sing- didn't I get one? Right, exactly. There has not been a single- s- <laughs> nobody, has, nobody has actually touched on this. I guess I'm going to have to be the person that goes out and researches this and start making phone calls to find out where the money went. Nobody's doing it. They're just saying, this is the information and that's it. I'm, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that they have another set of books. That's what I think. You know, it's very possible, but it's, it's banksters. It's very possible. We we don't we don't know, and I want to know what where where's all the information? Were these people who gave a lot of money to the school, and then they say, okay, here's a cruise as a, as a type of thanks? <laughs> Did they win a fucking raffle somewhere? They got a free makeover. We don't know. Where's the information? 
Renegade Nation. It's wh- missing. Whether you know it or not, that $1.8 billion was part of the stimulus program that you pay for and you get no Your- response from these fucking officials in the Baltimore School District and the state of Maryland as to where the fucking money went. And you should be appalled and upset and you should be raising hell as to why, where is all the money? That's what this is all about. And nobody's gonna say anything, especially on the ostrich fucking media. Nobody talked about the money. The only thing they talked about was the mess in Baltimore that happened two weeks ago. That's all they talked about. They didn't talk about the money. Have you heard it, Marla, from anybody no. about the money? Lou, have you heard any, any anything about the money? Well, Has I mean, anybody talked about the money? Well, they, they've talked about what I said. They've reported that the money is, you know, misappropriated, but they haven't gotten into details about it. Well, how come they're not getting into the details of where all the money went? Well, why? Well, that's my question to you. I guess that's why I'm employed doing what I do and why they're employed doing what they do, because they're not talking about the specific issue. All they want to talk about is, you know, rioters and people burning stuff up. They don't necessarily want right. to talk about how there are actually systemic problems in the city of Baltimore, how the police are kind of, you know, they enforce rules on people which are not necessarily fair and judicious. Baltimore has serious problems, don't get me wrong. They burn shit down there and I do not agree with the con- the conversation where people say, oh, well, this is, a, this is a systemic problem and these people are just raging against the machine. I believe that people have a personal responsibility and where is the personal responsibility for people burning stuff down? But that's just the media that's what the that that's that's the curb that's the that's the, that's the spin that they want to put on it there isn't really much talk about the actual serious problems in Baltimore the loss of jobs the fact that the economic equality in Baltimore is is absolutely awful it's just that people are burning things down which you know that's awful but they're not talking about the entire case and i am not in any way making a an excuse for people who do stuff like this you know but it's it's to me it's more complicated than just you know, money was misappropriated. Lou, do you think this was a setup? Do you think uh, somebody set this up to, like we have Ferguson, then we have Baltimore. Do you think it's a setup to get people's attention away from the real problems that are going on in this country? Or is it that, go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, you know, if you wanna bring up, you wanna bring up Ferguson, you wanna bring up the Mike Brown case, the hands up, don't shoot. The entire entire movement that it was based on turned out Mike Brown was a criminal, Mm -hmm. right? When the DOJ report came out, uh, but before there there was the individual going around saying, I saw Mike Brown shot with his hands were up. And this person went around and every single member of the mainstream media quoted him. They were bringing him around the country to quote him. A month later, he came out and he said, I never actually saw it. Exactly. Is he facing any criminal charges for this? And then the DOJ report came out and said, why does Mike Brown actually have a bullet hole in his hand? He had a bullet hole in his hand because he reached into Officer Wilson's car, tried to disarm Officer Wilson while he was in his car, and the bullet went into his hand inside the vehicle, and he has a cauterized wound, meaning a close impact shot because the gunpowder from the gun burned his fucking hand, right? And then we, we, we can prove this with forensic evidence because they dug the bullet out of the inside of the car. Now, how did you get a bullet on the inside of the car? Exactly. Right? Good so, question. So, I mean, you want to talk about uh, people setting things up to do that, you know, but the problem is that Mike Brown was a bad person to use as an example because because the city of Ferguson does have absolutely huge problems. 80% of the people in Ferguson, Missouri have warrants for the rest. 80%. 80%. 80%. 80%. Nation. That doesn't make any sense. That has to do with... It the, doesn't. That has to do with the privatized prison system. It has to do with the police state. It has to do with fun 
uh, the government on the backs of taxpayers for getting arrested for ridiculous charges. I mean, th- 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 this is a big problem. Let's go to Baltimore and the district attorney. You think that she she rushed the judgment yes. on these cops? Yes. You think that the, fed, the feds are going to come in and do an investigation, a long-term investigation to find out exactly what's going on? I think she's a, a political creep. She's a political... Um, what do you call it, a um, uh, pond scum who's trying to make her way up in the higher office. And how in the hell could anybody throw them, uh, uh, put them in the position that they're in without a federal investigation as to why they did supposedly, allegedly what they did? Well, I mean, to me, there's no dispute whatsoever that uh, this woman is married to a member of the city council. People want to deny the fact that there are going to be political benefits for this investigation happening. For the councilman, I mean, for anybody to deny that is deny a factual reality of what's happening right now. What about the money that was poured into her campaign that came from? Um, I don't have that information in front. Yeah, of I, I have that information. We talked about it last uh, a week ago or two. There was a there's some kind of money that being funded through to her through some political action. But it, it's very strange to see that these large charges come out to, to say. Whoa, 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 I can't even remember the name of the charge. What, what, it was homicide, but it was a, it was a very strange. Yeah, it was a strange charge. It, it was yeah. a strange type of charge. But this has to do with a systemic problem with the Baltimore Police Department who overcharge people in hopes of getting them to take a plea deal. It's strange that the Baltimore Police Department is, o- or excuse me, the ba- Baltimore is, they're being overcharged, the police officers, they're being overcharged in hopes that, that maybe they'll take a plea deal. Uh, my boss and owner of WTF Magazine uh, in 2011, he was arrested by the Baltimore Police Department for videotaping a fight in a parking garage. He videotapes a fight and then he gets arrested for attempted murder and a litany of other felonies. Yeah, yeah. Attempted murder? What? He was videotaping? His his name's Jason Fick, F-Y-K. You can look it up. It's been all over. You know, the story came out several years ago, but now he's getting more more press because it speaks to the systemic problem with the Baltimore Police Department. He wrote a book called Mags to Riches detailing all this stuff. He was held in jail for 50 days, and then guess what? Suddenly, miraculously, a miracle, the charges are dropped. Wow. They, so so this is a, here's a guy who's accused of attempted murder and suddenly, boom, the charges are dropped. That's the type of department we're talking about <laughs> in Baltimore Police Department. So it is a problem. They're on the ball. It's a big it's a big problem. You know, but people want to talk about the riots. No, there are actual problems happening in Baltimore. <laughs> there are multiple cases to show over and over. It's very concerning if you take somebody who's walking around and then you bring them out of a vehicle and suddenly their back's broken. To me, that's very concerning. I think people, listen, Freddie Gray had a gigantic criminal history. That's all well and good. But in America, people are owed a trial. They're owed a jury. They're owed a time. And if they're found guilty, then punishment is levied. Not before. And that's exactly what happened here. Lou, look at all the billions of of dollars that we've spent on poverty. Democrats have been running the city of Baltimore since 1967. This is true. And it's a mess. Renegade Nation, it's a total, complete mess. And again, us, the taxpayers, are going to pay for the bailout of the mess in Baltimore. That's what's going to happen. Get ready to pay. But we better get something back in return. And uh, I hope the feds do a thorough investigation to find out if these cops are guilty or not guilty and not rush to fucking judgment like they did because of her political ambitions, that district attorney. Well, exactly. Well, I mean, you know, the the the, the tentative forensic investigation now shows that Mike Brown's neck was or excuse me, not Mike Brown, Freddie Gray's Freddie neck, Gray. Freddie Gray's neck uh, was broken because and there's a dent on his forehead from a bolt in the back of the police cruiser and he died from blunt force trauma. He didn't die, but he died later from his injuries from blunt force trauma. That's what the forensic evidence proves today. 
So now the question really is, why wasn't he secured in the vehicle when, right. there's, when there's a second person in the vehicle who first came out with this with with the talk that said that you know I heard Freddie Gray, I thought he was trying to injure himself, and then the and then the then the inmate came back and walked his statements back. But the simple fact is, if there's two people and one guy's secured and what isn't and one is not, and now he's dead. That, that 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 merits an investigation. That does indeed merit outrage. Yes, it does. Yes, absolutely. We, we in America we have this thing called you know you have a right to a trial. There's justice in America. People are, should not be executed or summarily beaten to the point of death exactly. or have their necks broken by the police in America. That is a big problem we have in our country right now. Uh, these are these are things that people should be talking about. Not and they're talk- not talking about. No, it. That's the problem. They're talking about riots. Yeah, that's all they talk about yep. is the riots. And I talk about the money. Follow the money brick road. Follow, follow the, the money, money brick, brick road. road. Always follow the money, Renegade Nation. You know that. We've been saying it for years. You follow the money. And again, with this district attorney, the governor, the mayor of Baltimore, and the chief of police, the majority of them, Lou, if I'm not mistaken, are black. Well, exactly. The mayor's black. The chief of police is black. The district attorney's black. Uh, there's almost majority black city council. How it, about the police department's half black? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think uh, 40 or 50% of the police department is black. So while it is, you know, you want to get into this conversation about how Black Americans are misrepresented by the police and o- overly prosecuted stuff like that. To me, that's 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 a that's a long conversation. But to say that Baltimore has just a race problem, how can it have a race problem? Yeah. Most of its elected officials are <laughs> exactly. Black. I mean, the, main, the mainstream ostrich media said it's a race problem when the majority of Baltimore because they like to start race problems. They, yeah, without sharp tongue and the rest yes. of it, Jesse Jackass and the rest to, of them to, I mean, to divert it, our attention. It is it is a race problem in the sense that black people are prosecuted more for drug crime. Drug drug crimes than white people are in our country. You know, that that to me is something that is not excusable. If you're going to arrest white people for cocaine and black people for cocaine, then why are black people being charged and prosecuted mm-hmm. and sent to prison for more? But this has to do with the privatized prison industry, a billion dollar a year industry. More money. Follow yeah. the money. Exactly. Yeah. Follow you know, the money. It's it's, it's 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 a very long conversation. We, get into all these we could go on and on. Anyway, we're right. going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about this legendary journalist is claiming about the bin Laden raid is true and what they're saying is it could be very shocking to find out the exact truth of what happened to uh, Mr. Uh, Bin Laden when he was murdered and we talked about that on Renegade a long time ago so we're going to get into that. Lou's going to get into it. Lou's really into uh, this uh, legendary journalist. What's his name? Uh, Seymour Hirsch. Seymour Hirsch. We're going to find out more about that when we come back. Renegade Nation, hang in there. We'll be right back. Are your freedoms being destroyed by free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. Welcome back, Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk, home of Renegade Nation. My name is Richie, along with Marla. We got Lou in studio. He uh, works for the Examiner. He's uh, the political police crime investigator, and he's telling us all about some good stuff that you should know about that we've been talking about for a long friggin' time. Hi, Marla. How are you? Hi, Richie. Excellent. Thank you. Hi, Lou. How are you? Very good, sir. Okay. Having a good show today. I like when he calls me sir. I like when he calls me sir. That makes me feel important. I do like this music. I love it. 
This is 90s, right? Yeah. Ever, ever clear? Who did this? I don't remember I off ever, the top of my head. Everclear. I'm brain dead from the weekend. You'll have to excuse me. I'm brain dead Monday, man. I'm brain dead. Thank thank God Lou's here. It was quite the weekend. What can I say? Uh, What has come on the uh, media today is about uh, Osama bin Laden. Osama bin Laden is back in the news. That happened four years ago on May 2nd. If you recall Renegade Nation, you probably don't. But we're here with all the facts. We have our computers and notebook pads that we've kept for over the years. Anyway, it was uh, May 2nd. And our computerized brains. Yeah, yes. What, what, Marlon? Computerized brains. Computerized brains. We got Lou, and we're going (laughs) to... Lou's not too happy about this... this legendary journalist. What's his name again, Lou? It's Seymour Hirsch. Seymour Hirsch. And apparently he's coming out saying that the abominable administration didn't tell us the truth about what happened to bin Laden. So Lou's going to explain to you what he thinks is going on and what's happening here. So Lou, take over. Okay. I'm interested myself. Okay, so... School us. All right, so, you know, people who are not familiar with Seymour Hirsch, he was the person who broke the Abu Ghraib story. He was talking about prisoner abuses. Stuff like that. He's broken. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. He's yeah. broke. He's broken legitimate stories. So Mr. Hirsch has come out now to say that he has information from an anonymous Pakistani official. Anonymous. Anonymous Pakistani official, which is what Mr. Hirsch hangs his hat on. All of his stories are based on anonymous, anonymous. sources. So Hirsch says that makes it pretty easy, doesn't it? It, it does make it very easy. As a matter of fact, <laughs> if, if you have anonymous sources, you don't have to do anything. That's how you avoid slander and libel suits. You know, like yeah. right right now, I could say that I have an anonymous source that Mr. Hirsch was a pedophile. That's what they told me. <laughs> I don't have to verify it to any of you. That's what they said. And That's I'm gonna, because it's an anonymous it's source, anonymous. and I'm going to write about it. Not that he is, but you know, if I had something like that, if I were a scumbag journalist like I think he is half the time, that's what I would do. <laughs> so so listen, Hirsch. Hirsch says that uh, the, the, the way that the raid went down didn't happen. They say that uh, Osama bin Laden was no longer a player in the game. He was no longer calling the shots, that he was an old man sitting there, and they shot him in the head. I heard on the news that they had him in captivity, that he'd already been captured and was already a prisoner for a long time. Exactly. They're saying that That's had, what they're saying on the news. They had, they had him in captivity like, since like 2006, yeah, is what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. And that America, that America has fabricated everything. You know, there are people who doubt that Osama bin Laden was well, was killed at all or, or buried was, at sea. Yeah, I was doubtful because they never showed us the body. Like, I always questioned that because they never showed us the Especially body. Especially when it's on a U.S. Navy warship. Uh, you have, uh, you know, 2,000 sailors on the ship. Somebody would have saw that body going into the water and nobody saw it. Go ahead. Look. Exactly. Well, it's true. There hasn't been who, who's come out from that ship to say that. That's a very, that's a legitimate Where's point. the body at? God damn it. We've been asking for years. Where is Osama bin Laden's Show body? Show me the body. Show me the body. And you don't see the body. <laughs> and then you listen, listen to this lame struck, fucked up ostrich media, drive-by media telling you all this bullshit. And then this author comes out of this, uh, this journalist saying this. What is the real truth? What happened to bin Laden? Well, I mean, it depends on what you believe. If you believe Hirsch, Hirsch says that Osama bin Laden is dead. Just the way that he was killed didn't happen the way that the United States uh, government is the official story. But, you know, Hirsch has come out and said he had uh, uh, Pakistani sources. It's very interesting because uh, I've noticed a lot of conservative individuals clamping down on this. And uh, so suddenly Barack Obama's a Muslim, can't be trusted. But we're going to listen right. to every single thing that an anonymous Pakistani source, a majority <laughs> Muslim nation. We're going to take the words of these Muslims. We're not going to take the word of Obama because he's a Muslim. Doesn't really make any sense to me with that type of point. But Hirsch says that it didn't happen the way that it happened. But you have to realize this is the type of guy who put out an article in 1997, the dark side of Camelot about JFK fabricating information, saying that he had sources there, never was proved. 
uh, in 2006. He claimed that America was going inside of Iran. Never was proved. He had Iranian sources. It's very interesting because Mr. Hirsch always said whatever whatever department that he's in, if it's if there's a if there's a, an intrigue in Germany, he has German sources. If there's an intrigue in Pakistan, he has fucking Pakistan sources. None of whom can ever be proved. None of whom can ever be verified. We don't know who they are, where they've been, what what their what their interest is. It's just very bizarre to me. So Lou, so so basically, what you're saying is we're being fed a steady diet of lies. Exactly. And we never get to the truth. Well, it, I, 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 exactly. We never get to the truth. Here's the thing, okay? A 2005 article in the New Yorker, a legitimate publication, it is titled, Cy Hirsch says it's okay to lie. And he says, as long as it contains the truth, it's okay to lie. Oh. This is a guy who's went on record that says it's all right to lie. And he <laughs> says, well, I'm doing it to protect my sources. It's like, really? Because you have never confirmed any of your fucking sources <laughs> ever. So you're protecting people. It's like magical unicorns. I don't understand <laughs> where his information comes from. Not to say that he wasn't a legitimate journalist at the time. Not to say that he did not break the Abu Ghraib story. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that he has a long history of not having any type of verifiable information. Anonymous. Exactly. Check out the article 2004 in the Telegraph. Many sources know me might be a little illuminating to people if they want to check out this guy who's suddenly a fucking folk hero in many circles. (laughs) Doesn't make any sense to me, but people, that's what they're... Whatever you are told, that's what you shall believe. Don't look into it for yourself. Just accept it and eat it with a wooden spoon. Yes. Makes a lot of sense. Marla, remember yes. I always used to say, whatever they tell me, I believe. Oh, yes. Whatever you tell me, I believe. Yeah. But coming I soon to it. a theater near you starring the old man himself, written and directed and produced by Valerie Jarrett. She'll be right there, and you'll see the real story of what happened to Osama bin Laden. My, I always go back to the main thing. I never saw the friggin' body, and that's what I wanted to see. Nobody in the country, in the United States, and nobody in the world saw the body. Well, I mean, except you know, those six SEAL team members. They had the reasons why. The official reason was they didn't want to. They didn't want to bury him anywhere. They didn't want to show where the body was because they didn't want to make it a type it's of. It's in didn't, the they, ocean. They didn't want to make like. <laughs> well, you know, they didn't want to bury him on ground. The ocean is quite large. Exactly. Well, you know. It, okay, for, you know. He's but, in the belly of a whale. Well, let's say that. Let's say, for example, I'm I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Let's say he's throwing. He's in a great white shark. If they take him, they throw him over, and then they give him the exact location suddenly you're going to have island cities popping up where people from fucking Mecca are going to come and just they're going to sit there the to new their, Dubai that's what's going to happen you know so I kind of I, 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 I understand the point of what they're saying why they wouldn't do it because they don't want to bury him on ground they don't want to have people coming and worshipping in the sky for the next thousand years so to it, me but, to me, that makes that makes rational sense. Where is the body? I don't know. I wasn't there. I know that Mr. Hirsch's account doesn't really make much sense. You know, mm-hmm. so listen, I wasn't there. I don't know. Here's a guy who says he does know who's been a serial pathological, in my opinion, liar for years. He's right 10% of the time, wrong 90% of the time. Somebody <laughs> asked me, hey, well, how come Hirsch hasn't ever come out and, and, and retracted his stories? It's like, well, you know, if you make a living... <laughs> producing fabricated information it's not really in your financial or career interest to backtrack your stories Lou, now, Lou, is Lou, it? Lou, did, did Obama tell us the truth don't know don't know nobody knows again the lying we'll probably and the never cheating know. that goes on maybe one day we'll well, know. we never know anything that's going on and that's the problem in the country today we're not being told the truth and even with this so here comes this legendary reporter coming up with this story it's all over the news but we never got the truth to begin with so you you continue with the lies and then people believe the lies and before you know it we never get to the truth because if i told you the truth blue 
it'd be a lie. Exactly. Well, you know, that's that's a quote from Justice Brandeis. He was a he was a Supreme Court justice in the tens and the thirties who said that the government is the omnipresent teacher for good or bad. <laughs> the people will learn from that. So, you know, you could point to a thousand different instances. We don't have time to talk about all the different ways the United States government has lied to his people. So why should this information be accepted as fact? At the same token, why should Mr. Hirsch's information be accepted as fact since he can never confirm anything? <laughs> exactly. We're, right. si- we're sitting here and we're speculating. We don't know. We, just, we, don't know. we know what we've been told. Right. Again, the speculation, we can never get to the truth. It's always an anonymous source. And why can't he it's come up with it? It's always allegedly. Allegedly. Let me do my allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. <laughs> All right. So anything else more, Lou, on that? I, I know mean, it upsets you. I can tell. I mean, you know, it's just, it, it, it bothers me because people just will accept this information as fact. I had people asking me, well, you know, it's like, hey, look, look into his record. Verify yourself. You know, uh, well, I don't know, you know, to make it, you know, the, the lying and the deceiving that goes on. Nobody, nobody knows the truth about anything. And, and, and now he has an anonymous uh, source. If he had this anonymous source and the, the source said, yes, this is what really happened. It would put the rest, a lot of this going on. And uh, we have more important things to be dealing with than uh, Osama bin Laden and this and this and, and this reporter. Basically, we need to find out exactly what happened to him. The SEAL said they shot him dead, but we never saw the body. We never saw anything. So all of a sudden it's back in the news. Why is this another distraction from what's really going on? I guess. Why suddenly is this news again? We'll have to find out exactly what we're being distracted about. Just like exactly. Just like we're involved in the midterm elections and we're all going to die from fucking Ebola. And as soon as the midterm elections were over, there was no mention of (laughs) Ebola. That's right. I'm still alive. So are you. I don't know anybody that had Ebola. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. What... Uh, let me check in with my Ebola friends. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Remember Ebola? All of a sudden, yeah. Ah! And then, yeah. Right. I remember all that. Anyway. So who is the pathological liar? I think they all are in Washington. They're covering up something. They've always been covering up something. We've been talking about it for so long, Renegade Nation. And now this reporter comes out and uh, he can't even name his sources. And that's what he should have done is name the source. And this way we would have had a better idea of what the hell is really going on. Right, Lou? Well, this is a guy who hasn't had a hit in a long time. You know, people have to eat. There you go. There yeah. you go. But, but then again, you know, I'm speculating. But I, fa- I feel it's, it's, it's entirely fair and exactly appropriate to speculate about somebody who won't give you the facts. Yes. Great information requires great evidence. According to Christopher Hitchens, and where's your evidence? That's what I want. I want where's to see. Where's the it. evidence? Yeah, why can't we see? I'm, yeah, I'm, see an evidence, the evidence. I'm an evidence guy. Show it to me. I'll believe it. Right. But until then, I'm going to go on your record. The best indicator of future behavior is past behavior. And Mr. Hirsch has had a long, storied history. If people want to look it up, of information that can't be verified. So. You know, so there you have it. There you have it, Renegade Nation. Don't believe me. Anyway, we're going to go, uh, Lou. Thank you for being on. I'm uh, hope. Hopefully, you'll be coming back. And coming back on the air with us to go through more of these stories, I would I would really think it'd be cool. Well, absolutely. It's Thank a, you. It's great that we're both here in Las Vegas, Sin City. I mean, uh, there's lots of stuff to talk about. Now it's, we can sin even more. And we don't make any of this. <laughs> it's not like we make any of this stuff up. You nope. know, the, the the world is far too bizarre to have to make anything. That's up. That's absolutely right. All right, we're gonna get out of here, Lou. Okay. Thank you, um, Marla. Thank you. You have Richie, a nice thank day. Richie, thank you. And, uh, Lou, me, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, yeah. Renegade Nation. Renegade Nation, have a great day. We love we'll talk you. to you later. Bye. Bye. And I really have enjoyed my stay, but I must be moving on.